The Angels were the talk of the weekend. Uh, a terrible loss, two big wins, and a fan interaction gave us a lot to talk about. So it's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen every day. Like my friend Travis, we appreciate you. We're available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by the Ultimate Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed about being an MLB GM and managing your own baseball franchise, then this game is for you. You can download the game. Just visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or you can look it up in the app store and our listeners on Locked On Angels get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code Locked On all caps in the game. Thanks for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. You and I have been fans of this team for years, Mike, so we've been through our share of up and ups and downs, and there was certainly a down on opening day, but then the rest of the weekend played out. Lots of of things to be excited about. We're beginning our second season with you here at Locked On Angels, which we're very excited about. We didn't get a chance to do the opening series last year. Nope. We came on a few weeks into the season. However, we're here now. We're very excited for year two. The Angels made a lot of news this weekend, Mike, for better and for worse. So let's start by taking you back to opening day. Man, that was a uh, a full season uh, over the weekend, wasn't it, John? That's right. It was like That's an right. EKG, man. We were up and down and all around. Opening day was Thursday for the Halos. It was the 63rd opening day for the Angels and their 90 or 9800th regular season game in Ooh. team history. That's 9816 games to be specific. And going into Thursday's game, the Angels held the all-time record. Here's their all-time record. 4,885 wins against 4,927 losses and three ties. I wasn't alive when that happened. I want to have a tie in a baseball. Manfred must have been in charge of that. (laughs) And opening day for the Halos, the Angels before Thursday were 31 and 31, 19 and 17 at home and 12 and 14 on the road all time. And this game on Thursday, John, was great and it was frustrating. The great part... (laughs) was the unicorn, Shohei Otani, six innings, two hits, no runs, three walks, 10Ks, 93 pitches. Matt Birch tweeted out after the game that Shohei Otani is the fourth pitcher in Angels history to record 10-plus strikeouts on opening day. He joins the great Nolan Ryan, who did it twice in 73 and 75, Andy Messersmith, 11 strikeouts in 1970, and here it comes. Jared Weaver in 2012, he struck out 10, and we love the weave. Otani did a very Otani thing in the fourth inning too, Johnny, with runners at second and third with one out. He strikes out the next two batters and hits 101 miles an hour on his fastball. Trout was asked about that afterwards, and he said Otani is great, and then he moved into mythical when he did that because he looked Incredible. And I saw this stat, thought it was fantastic. He has allowed the lowest batting average with runners in scoring position, 100, or 152 batting average. So he has really stopped teams from getting hits when it matters. Clutch, and baby. A, another little note, he used Pitchcom on Thursday night and he called his own game. And the mm-hmm. amazing part, 
was that he had it hidden under his jersey sleeve. <laughs> and so he had to memorize where the buttons were so that he could pick the right pitch and know that he's throwing the right pitch. And Ohapi knew what pitch he was throwing. So, Johnny, it was an incredible outing from Shohei Otani. And I was I was impressed, but I, I, I'm, I've struggled to use new words to describe Shohei Otani because he just looked fantastic on opening day. Mythical is a great word, but I think yes. we're just going to have to start saying like he Otani'd that situation. <laughs> there you go. Turn yeah. it into a verb. Mike, impressive stats, impressive outing from Shohei Otani and yep. those Matt Birch stats that you tweeted. But here's the problem. They lost the game and it wasn't Otani's fault. Mm-hmm. It was the bullpen. So Otani makes history yet again and the angels blow it. And everybody was up in arms on Friday morning after that game. Super frustrating. Yeah. And here's why. Aaron Loop turned into Aaron Poop on Thursday. <laughs> you the texted guy, me that and made me LOL. <laughs> the guy can pitch in the WBC yes. and look phenomenal. Yes. And then he comes in to this game. Listen, after Jimmy Herget pitched the seventh, and he did a great job, did he more did. Jimmy Herget things. Why do you go to Aaron Loop in the eighth inning of a one-to-nothing ball game? Right. I had had so much hope that Phil Nevin was going to manage this bullpen differently. And to be fair, things looked a lot different in the next two games, but that was because we had a massive lead. But in such a close game, why don't you go to your brand spanking new lefty in Matt Moore, who had a career year last year? Why do you go from Aaron Loop to Ryan Tapera, the two guys that I trust the least yes. in the situation? Why don't you go from... Matt Moore to Carlos Estevez. You know, the guy you signed to possibly be your new closer this season. <laughs> yeah. Why do you go to Aaron Loop and do that and have him cost the game? Afterwards, Aaron Loop was on the record as saying that he was pitching scared and like a little B word, which he said himself, which was kind of surprising, but yeah. at least he was being honest and, and upfront that. about it. Right. And, and also, you know, a uh, uh, <laughs> transparent about how he was pitching he was not being aggressive in the zone nibbling things like that he said it was the most probably the most embarrassing of my career he said he felt his stuff was good and that it definitely won't be the case that he'll pitch scared moving forward why was he scared of the a's yeah listen i know the a's have the tendency to get our goat i know the a's are not as bad as some of the other teams in the league but the a's are still in a transition year they've got some great players who will be trouble for us, just like just like Matt Olson was, just like Matt Chapman was, those guys who have gotten our goat. They had to start somewhere, and there are a lot of A's players who are starting somewhere, so to speak, and that's this team. But you don't pitch scared yeah. against the A's on opening day. And again, why is Aaron Loop and Ryan Tapera, why are those two the ones pitching when the game is close? Why did Herget only go in for the seventh inning. Why not use him in high, more high leverage situations? I just don't understand the logic there, but Mike, the most frustrating part about Thursday was about how the media made this about Otani and why he should leave. Right. Right. Because everybody said, did you see Otani's look in the dugout and da, 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 da. And don't get me wrong as fans, clearly we're very frustrated, but to see that all of the headlines on Thursday night were, well, the Angels are still bad, still doing things, and Otani's on this embarrassing team, and da 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 It's like, it's one game, right, guys. Right. It's one game. Yes, it what did not go the way that it should have, but the Angels mustered up one run 
it was one run of support for Shohei Otani in the first game of the season. I like what Torrid, a frequent commenter on YouTube, had to say. The Angels were not going to go 13-0 and against the A's this season. Right. Yeah, <laughs> So, like, point. you don't want to lose opening day, of course. And as we saw, you know, they, they turned it around this weekend. But unfortunately, the Halos lose 2-1. to one. It's the ninth opening day loss in 10 years. And that's just a... Uh, that's pretty sad. However, yeah, it was a much different weekend, which we will get to. So coming up on Locked in Angels, we're going to talk about Saturday and Sunday's game. And Anthony Rendon had an interaction with a fan on <laughs> Friday night. And we're asking if and how players should be able to push back when fans get obnoxious. We'll talk about that coming up. Today's show is brought to you by the Ultimate Pro Baseball GM game. This game is one of the greatest games I've played in a really long time. It's a whole lot of fun. I, I thought maybe being a Major League GM would be easy. Uh, turns out, not so easy, John. I've been fired twice. So uh, if you maybe are like me and you want to find out what it's like to be a GM of a baseball team, then you got to download the Pro Baseball GM game today. This game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of the franchise, playing through the season and leading your franchise and your fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty. In the simulation, you're responsible for hiring the right coaches and scouting and drafting players. You can manage through difficult personalities and injuries. You're navigating your franchise through free agency and all of the ups and downs of the season. It's all in a really challenging and realistic game world. The Ultimate Pro Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline. You can play it on the go, wherever you want, whenever you want. And Locked on Angel listeners, you get a 100% free boost to your franchise when you use this promo code locked on all caps in the game store here's how you can download the game visit probaseballgm.com or you can scan the code if you're watching on youtube or you can look it up in the app store that's probaseballgm.com the ultimate pro baseball gm start your dynasty today We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. And we're continuing our conversation about the opening series against the Oakland A's up at the Oakland Colossal Waste, I mean, Coliseum. (laughs) And uh, Saturday was a much different story, Mike. Thursday, the Angels could not get anything down. They hit the ball well. I will say that. I think they did. did, Mike Trout had like three hits over 100 miles an hour exit velocity. And like Asturi Ruiz caught that one that had like a 16% chance of being yeah. caught. In Would have been field. a double. Yep. So it was Maybe just, even a triple. It was just one of those nights for the offense on Thursday. But that all changed on Saturday after going 0 for 6 with 4Ks in the first two innings against Fujinami, uh, who looked fantastic in those first two innings. He did. He had that splitter working. The Angels scored 11 runs. In the third inning, it ended up being a 13-1 to victory on Saturday. Listen to this. Matt Birch said Saturday's Angels game was the first 11-run inning since July 2nd, 2016 in the seventh inning at Boston. I remember watching that game. I do too. I was just going to say C- that. CJ Crone was a huge part yep. of that 11-run inning back still then. still mashing. <laughs> Mike, Logan Ohapi, two RBIs in that game. He, yep. had, he had the only RBI on Thursday night, the yep. only run. Later on, he hit a three-run home run on Sunday. The guy's a stud. Yeah. And just like we've been saying, like I started seeing the the word get out there on, on social that, hey, is this guy like Buster Posey? And I went, yeah. that's what I've been saying. Yep. <laughs> so I had to I had to get that out there because I was like, that's 
that's a John take. I'm taking that one. Yes. I'm claiming that one. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Ward hits a two-run home run, the first Angels home run of the season. Four RBIs in the game. Otani has two hits with an RBI. Jake Lamb, who played first base, that was had great. a two-run single in the third. Gio Urshela, who looked really good at shortstop this weekend, Mike. Yep. Seems like a capable shortstop kind of guy. We had our doubts just because he hasn't played a lot of games there, but he really filled in well. He had two RBIs in that game. In 2022, the Angels had a stretch, a 12-game stretch, where they scored 10 total runs for Patrick Sandoval. And this yep. game, 13. 13! 13! <laughs> There's Sandy, a gift. <laughs> Sandy could leave the game knowing that his lead was sort of safe, right? Because it was <laughs> it was sad. a 13-run or 12-run differential. He had five innings pitched, two hits, one run, two strikeouts, and 86 pitches. And I really liked what happened next. Yeah. Tucker Davidson, who is probably going to be the swing man and the number six starter when we need one, came in and pitched four innings, had three hits, one walk. Looked great. And three Ks on 41 pitches. Mike, if he's going to be the number six guy, he's got to stay fresh, right? He's got right. to be able to stay in shape. So that was a, a, a fantastic outing from Tucker Davidson to piggyback off of Sandy. They split the game fairly down the middle. Five innings for Sandy, four innings for Tucker Davidson. Yeah, and after the game, Phil Nevin said, uh, like I said, I'm not worried about the offense. You go back and look <laughs> at the tape from Thursday. We hit some balls hard. Things could have gone a different way for us. First game of the season, things aren't usually how they're going to go for the rest of the year. And I, I loved watching this game. Johnny, I was I was uh, internally upset. I was taking my uh, my Pepsi AC because from Thursday to Saturday, which I hated that we couldn't have a game the, the next day. the longest drought of Because we no couldn't baseball. flush that and push it away, <laughs> right. right? That's the great thing about baseball is you can be completely depressed one day and then you can be high and mighty the next. And so I hated waiting until Saturday, but it was great when they scored 11 runs in that inning, led by the one and only Taylor Ward, who I love that he suddenly was, he was in AAA and then he's like, you know what? Kind of tired of this. And now he's becoming this almost like MVP candidate for us. Yeah, no kidding. Mike, you mentioned last week that our goal was to take a look at the newbies on the team, and that includes Urshela and Renfro and and uh Ohapi, right? Yep. And, yep. and 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 Drury as well. And Ohapi's carrying the 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 team and the offense. Drury was awful quiet this weekend. He was Hunter Renfro was also quiet. He did have that crazy no Miraculous. look catch, right? <laughs> Which is is great content it's great baseball like it's fun to see yeah but please never run a route like that <laughs> ever that again terrible. hunter yeah. renfro yeah now, i will say on sunday he kept ramon loriano from scoring at home plate because yeah. renfro fired it in so i trust him as a right fielder just a terrible route <laughs> that yeah. night when he made that no look catch so i'm waiting for hunter renfro and brandon drury to get it going because yeah. they really need to those guys we need them desperately We've already seen what Trout, Otani, Ohapi, Ward, those guys can do. Gio Rochella look fantastic. Some of these new guys need to come around and start contributing. It's three games in. Hopefully we see more of that as the uh, season continues. Sunday was great, Johnny, because we got to see Tyler Anderson officially for the yes. Angels. We've seen him in spring, but now we get to see him officially in the regular season, and the Angels won 6-0, and he looked great. But let me talk about the offense for just a moment, and can I bring it back to Logan Ohapi. Always. He had his first major league home run. It was a two-out, 
three-run home run. John, he drove in six runs in this series. Yes, he did. We have not had an offensive threat at catcher since Benji Molina. Because I know that Chris <laughs> Iannetta was around, and but Chris always struck out and Nap- had a low batting Napoli. average. Napoli, yeah, but he played first base, you know, and then Jeff Mathis couldn't hit the side of a barn. And so <laughs> he played maybe play defense. But I, I loved watching him at the plate. He looked super confident. And I, I love this stat. He has driven in at least one run in each of the Halos' first three games this year. And the last to do that was Trout in 2017. And before mm-hmm. that, 2007, Johnny. Vlad Guerrero and the one and only Casey Kochman did that. And so Casey Kochman, how about that? Huh? <laughs> hey, Casey was well on his way. And then we traded him away and he fell apart when he went to Atlanta. I'm just saying like, it, oh, it's been that long. You're, we got to bring up Casey Kochman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me blow the spider webs off yeah, of that. All yeah, right. Dust uh, it off there. Michael Nelson Trout hit his first home run, a two run home run, his 42nd career home run against the A's. <laughs> it went 434 feet. He went three for four with a walk. Johnny, I know that he didn't get too many hits in the first couple of games, but he, hasn't been striking out a lot. He actually looks pretty locked in, which I think is a really good sign. And then following that up, Shohei Otani hits a a breaking pitch that anything you can do, right. I can do better. It looked like it was going to go off of his shoe tops and he hits a home run. And this one goes further than trout 447 feet. So that was, that was remarkable. Now here, let me talk about Tyler Anderson. This is why we got him six innings, four hits, zero runs, Two walks, four Ks, 93 pitches. Last year, John, he led all of Major League Baseball, the starters in Major League Baseball, with an average of 85 miles an hour average exit velocity. Wow. In this game, the first nine batted balls against him were 71.8 miles an hour. (laughs) Soft contact, baby. Yeah. Charmin shop. Yes. And I loved what (laughs) Gooby said. soft. There you go. (laughs) Gooby said, like, you know, some of the the dinky doos, like you say, uh, that kind of fell in for the A's. That's going to happen with a guy like Tyler Anderson. Sure. But when you're getting that soft contact, you're going to get really easy ground balls. You're going to get a lot of double plays, which they turned on Sunday. So that was really remarkable. And I loved watching him pitch on Sunday. It was a whole lot of fun. Everybody's concern was without the shift, are we going to have some issues with Tyler Anderson? Are balls going to get through, you know, the gap in the infield? And that didn't seem to be a Homie problem. Said, nope. This weekend. <laughs> yeah. And Otani, on the other hand, took advantage of that. They showed a great graphic on the broadcast where positional players would have been against Otani in 2022. And two of Otani's hits would have been scooped up by the shift. And yeah. he's taken advantage of the no shift rule this season, which is fantastic. And then Carlos Estevez finished the game with three Ks and he got the first two fairly easily. Right. Then he then he struggled and the pitch count started to get up there and up there and Wayne Randazzo, who by the way, I love Wayne Randazzo. He's fantastic. As our new play by play guy. He said that the booth stank, and so they brought him some candles, uh, him and Gooby some candles, uh, because of the colossal waste. I mean, the Coliseum, and they're going to keep the uh, the candle going. But Stevez, they they made the point of saying, uh, you don't want to get Estevez's uh, pitch count up because he might not be available against the Mariners uh, in the next day or so. So we'll see how that shakes out. The Angels are going up to Seattle slash Seattle, Seattle uh, LOL. They're, they have Detmers going against George Kirby. Mike, George Kirby is a potential Cy Young yeah, candidate. I that's a really good that. pitching matchup right there. 
It's a good matchup. Then we have uh, Jose Suarez versus Castillo, Luis Castillo. That's going to be an interesting matchup as well. So some some in- intriguing pitching matchups against the one and three Mariners. Did I mention they were one and three? They're one <laughs> and three after this series. Thank you, Cleveland. Uh, yes, the the one and three Mariners are taking on the two and one Angels uh, tonight and tomorrow. So we're looking forward to that series. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try Built Bar. With Built Healthy is actually tasty. These bars are so delicious that you won't realize that they're actually good for you. And what makes them so good? They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in really great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. My favorite is the cookie dough chunk puff. These bars taste like a candy bar while remaining healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. If you want a Built Bar, go built.com right now you can get all of the bars there you can get a box of bars whatever you're fancy you can get it there or you can head to your nearest walmart or sam's club and they are selling built bars in the pharmacy section because they're healthy they're good for you so you can get them in the pharmacy section built bars built puffs you gotta try this mike this last segment of the day no comment I can't comment. On <laughs> I can't talk about that. Just kidding. Just kidding. It's about <laughs> what happened regarding Anthony Rendon. He made some headlines after game one on Thursday night. As the players were exiting the field, he was on video grabbing an A's fan by the jersey yep. as they were leaving for the clubhouse. A couple videos went out about the situation, posted to Twitter, and he said, what did you call me? Yeah, I heard you, you know, and, and confronted this fan. And... It stirred up a lot of controversy. Yep. We we tweeted about it at Lockdown Angels on Twitter, just saying, you know, probably should not let it get to that point where you're you're touching a fan. I don't think a player should touch a fan. But Mike, <laughs> I kind of I don't know. I'm not mad about it. I don't okay. know what to okay. say. Like yeah. I just I just like there's so many people who sit behind their keyboards and sit behind the stands and sit behind the walls and 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 here's the thing, like when the Astros came to town and it was the first opportunity to boo them after the cheating scandal came out. Now, mind you, we didn't get to boo them at all in 2020. Right. We had to wait till 2021. I booed and you I lost your voice. And I, I lost my voice. <laughs> but Mike, I never called anybody a name. Yeah. I didn't call anybody a B word. I didn't yeah. use any slurs or anything like that because I'm a grown Man, I almost yeah. said a bad word there. I'm a grown <laughs> man who doesn't do that. I understand that this is entertainment. These players are not zoo animals. You can't just say whatever the heck you want. In fact, we treat zoo animals better than we treat some of these players. Yeah. So you can't sit behind the stands and say whatever the heck you want and not think that the man behind the uniform is going to get a little bit heated. So yeah. sorry to jump the gun. I just, no, I, that's I'm good. I'm not mad about it. Like, it's like, Put put drunk Kevin the A's fan in his place and yeah. let him know that that's not going to happen ever again. Here's here's what I would say to you. I think there's two lines of thinking here. First, I love Alpha Dog Anthony Rendon. I, <laughs> I love him, and I love that he is going to fight for his team. And I think that they're feeling the pressure of this season, taking it back to Aaron Loop and saying that he pitched scared. I think a lot of that had to do with holy crap, I got to hold this game for Shohei because he's mm-hmm. got to get the win. I think that that's playing in their minds. And I think for Anthony Rendon, he's got a lot to prove. 
and he wants to really play well this year. Mm-hmm. He admitted this offseason that he has heard the chirping from Angel fans, and he knows that they're frustrated, and he wants to actually perform. Plus, his daughter just broke her arm, and he's talking about like wanting to be healthy. He's talking about wanting to be somebody that is available to his family after he retires. So a lot is stirring in this guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that this A's fan was obnoxious. I'm sure that he went off. And well, you could see the and, video of him trying to get yes. the goat of every Angel player. Everybody that walked by, by right? Yeah. Even David Fletcher. You're not going to get any rise out of <laughs> David Fletcher, right? I mean, you get him in an interview and it's a one-word interview with yeah. David Fletcher. But I, I really liked that he was fired up and he's going to protect his boys. And I don't think it was just about him. I think it was about the entire team because I'm sure that guy was chirping the entire time. So that's one line of thinking. And as our buddy Cope said, I really liked that he did that. Here's, Here's the second line of thinking that we really have to be honest about. If a fan touched one of the players the fan is banned from the stadium for life. Mm -hmm. And so that's where this crosses the line. Mm -hmm. I get that he's frustrated and I am all about him addressing that fan. But when he grabbed him, that's the problem. And I think he grabbed him because he wanted, he didn't want the guy to run away. But when you go onto the field, it's immediately, I believe, a felony. Like you're yeah. in trouble, right? Did you see the guy wanting to propose to his girlfriend in oh, LA? He proposed. <laughs> he proposed, right? And then he gets trucked by and the middle linebacker of the broke security three team. Ribs oh doing my his gosh, proposal. man! So, so I think that there is a lot of danger in fans coming onto the field and interacting with players, and I think the players have to always remember that you can say whatever you need to say, and if you need to have a conversation. Have security help, which, by the way, Oakland security did absolutely nothing. nothing. (laughs) They stood there and watched. And then when they saw that it actually was getting pretty terrible, then somebody goes, oh, can you come over here? And then it it was over. Dwayne? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Right. And and, and then Wayne, I just thought that was the the softest name. I Well, and the reality is, is is that a lot of the a lot of the ushers that are at these stadiums and God bless the Angel Stadium ushers. But it's a lot of people who are in their retirement years. They're not going to be able to do anything about it if they wanted to do something about it. You see security in the yellow uniforms come around, too, at Angel Stadium. Sure. Mike, the the other thing that we need to point out is, Rendon, you got to stay on the field, dude. You can't do stuff that's going to get you a suspension. Exactly. You can't do stuff that's going to cost you three to five games, however this might be. Can I just tell you that I loved the tweet that said, and it was anti-Angels, but I loved the tweet that said, and Rendon, when he swung, he missed, so it was very on brand for the Angels. (laughs) (laughs) I did like that, so high five to that fan. (laughs) I had an issue with that whole swinging and miss thing. Uh, because he's got a career 15% strikeout yes, uh, yes. percentage, which is under the league average. So, uh, but that's neither. Yeah, I know you there, tweeted so. it out. You proved it. I proved it. <laughs> I proved it wrong. So listen, the, the whole thing on Saturday was that the media was surrounding Anthony Rendon. He couldn't comment on it. Right. They asked him 14 more times about can't the situation. Talk about I can't talk about it. Can't you guys not it. understand that MLB is investigating. It. You can't, you can't give an inch of, potential like yeah. oh i did something wrong well somebody it's- even said do you le- can you at least admit that you did something wrong no, no i can't say anything <laughs> can't say anything <laughs> yeah yeah it's just frustrating because i saw a lot of takes about rendon from other teams and i was like you know what mr mariner fan you'd be the first <laughs> one to defend you know you eugenio suarez if yeah. he touched or a just fan. A stinker yeah, yeah it would be know. it would be oh the angels are trash fans and da, 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 da. so if the shoe was on the other foot yeah. whatever team that you root for you'd be doing you'd feel the same way about yeah. your player so yep. get out of here with your nonsense i don't yep. need to hear it from you <laughs> yeah well i think i think 
the point of this conversation is twofold. I love the fired up Anthony Rendon. Sure. And I want him to stay on the field. So bro, stay on the field. Yeah. Don't get yourself in a situation where you're going to be taken off the field. I think that, I think that if anything comes down, John, I think that it's a, it's a one game suspension. Mm-hmm. If he's suspended at all, I don't mm-hmm. think that he gets suspended. I could mm-hmm. be wrong as of this recording. I just, I just think that it would be, it would be appropriate to address him. I don't think that there needs to be some sort of consequence. I just think that there needs to be a conversation between maybe him sure. and Manfred or whoever is in charge of all of this because there was no there was no physical violence. Luckily, there was no issue, right? There's no harm done to anybody. But yeah. I do think that if he if there is consequence, it is a one game suspension. And and on the flip side, I think that players should have every right to be able to to talk back. I just think that you have to be able to talk back through the security and the ushers, the people that are actually there to keep you safe and to keep the fans safe. If you don't want your jersey grab, don't lean your half of your body over the railing. And then. his dad walked him over. Yeah, his old yeah. dad walked him over and he was like, exactly. hey, calm down. Like, yeah. what, what did you think you was going to happen? It. Exactly. So- you're so, a big jerk. You're going to get him upset. <laughs> exactly. Mike, I don't know what players need to do in this situation when, yeah. when it comes down f- to that. But I, I have to say, like, you don't want to put your hands on a on a fan because that's never going to end up well. That's the you. only thing that was done wrong here was that he put yes. his hands on the fan. Right. I think that he has every right to talk back. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan, Kobe Bryant fan. I, I love when they would chirp back and they chirped back through their play and then mm-hmm. they flexed on their play. So Anthony Rendon has to flex on his play and be able to let that tell the story maybe more than him just kind of chirping back at the fans. Can we also take into consideration the fact that this man has a, what, 12, 13 year career, one of the most like chill guys in the entire world right. to the point where people complain that he's not competitive enough because he's so chill. Like what, what would drive a man who is like Anthony Rendon with that kind of reputation to, to be in that situation like that? So yeah, yeah just a lot of angles to all of this. We hope that, you know, as they say, it's business as usual uh, come, with, with, you know, feeling the pressure of the season. Maybe that had a lot to do with it. But we, we do hope that that's the case. Business as usual as they take on the one and three Mariners tonight up in Seattle. So uh, we'll uh, talk about that tomorrow. We're looking forward to that game and uh, we'll get the results. And we'll be back here on Lockdown Angels to share that with you. That's the third time you said one and three Mariners. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, did. I love it. One and three Mariners? <laughs> Thanks for making Locked On Angels the two and one. Locked On Angels, your yes. first listen of the day. Now, for your second listen, check out the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast. Our friends Matt and Dom are going to help you in your fantasy baseball and give you the best strategies to win your league. You can find their podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on YouTube. And they're a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, be sure to give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're on YouTube, comment below. It really helps out the channel. It helps other Angel fans find Lockdown Angels so that they can be part of what we got going here. We got a great community here. We'd love to have more fans, and you can help us out by commenting, liking, and subscribing most of all. So please help us out with that. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Johnny, it's us against the world. That's my conclusion from this weekend. Uh, Looking at what the media has said and looking at what other fans have said, it's us against the world. That's how we're going to treat this season. And John and I are going to explain what we mean tomorrow on Locked on Angels. I'll give you a tease. The media, everyone against the Angels, it's us against the world. You've created a monster out of me. So 
I am going to be the most obnoxious, ridiculous, hot take guy all season long. So tune in and watch. Yeah. Angel fan, <laughs> Angel fans, you're going to love me. Everyone else, you're going to hate me, and I don't care. Uh, does, <laughs> does Locked On give free, free therapy? I'm going to look that up while you're... Uh... <laughs> the end of the season, we're going to need it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need it. Hey, friends, come back and join us tomorrow for more Locked On Angels. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.